No, you're not. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, it's the big 5 0. Yeah, and I've got a special guest with me for this intro. Hooray! Yeah, we've uh, made it 50 episodes. Uh, uh, celebrations are in order, I guess. Yeah! This is our most successful show, too. In more ways than one. Yes. Funny that that is considering it began as kind of like an afterthought. <laughs> Gotta find something for Jumper Cables to do. He's going crazy. Let's give him an anime show. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's been fun. The last fifty episodes. Yeah, I think technically it's the fifty-second because I didn't include special episodes in the list. Yeah, there was like. But yeah, they don't count towards the official total because I'm the host. Yeah. What was our favorite? What's our favorite? Uh, oh shit! I wish I hold on. Let me look at the episode list. Uh, I, I know what my three favorites are. The ones we all, right. all pretty much agreed on. Uh, Death Parade. Mm-hmm. Berserk. I was up there, and My Hero Academia. Yeah, uh, My Hero Academia, I think specifically the last episode, maybe the last episode we did for that, or maybe it was the first that I liked the most. I enjoyed that. Um, I also enjoyed uh, Giver, the uh, anime episode, because it was the one time where I got to be the confused party. <laughs> What were you confused about? Well, I was, uh, the big selling point for that episode was that, like, I reacted to it, reacted to it the way a normal person might react to anime in general, which is like, what the hell is this? I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. It's confusing. It looks cool as hell, but it's confusing. Joe, help. I kind of remember it. Yeah. But I would say My Hero Academia over Death Break because it was the one that we didn't just love it like we were fucking chomping at the bit for yeah. the next episode we wanted more yeah so much so that we like were watching ahead and it kind of fucked us up when we were trying to talk about things yeah that yeah I think that's probably at the top for me because like I got to be like like peak enthusiasm just like joyously fanboying out and you guys were like with like synchronized with me on it a hundred percent I guess like my ideal version of this podcast is 
Well, one ideal version of this podcast is that all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what I wanted for uh, what's your anime. <laughs> I know that's what you were expecting somehow. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've done pretty well. Yeah. It took me a while to kind of like accept and then well partially accept and partially just figure out what the dynamic really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so episode fifty onward, uh what I don't know, like should we establish like some new goals or Um Well we gotta get uh, Joe back somehow. Trying to, yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely a big we one. We should do it. You know, I feel I think they may have done this in the Marvel Universe after they killed Captain America. It's not exactly, but what we gotta do is, is we gotta time travel back into time and just take him from when he was less busy and bring him here. Yeah. Find points in times where he was just sitting around doing nothing. (laughs) And then we're good. (laughs) Other than that, I don't know, man. It's your show. What are your yeah. goals? I mean, right now is to just figure out whatever it is I gotta do to get like a an active listenership, let's mm-hmm. say. Because I get a lot of messages and information from SoundCloud claiming like, oh yeah, you got uh, five listens in the last 24 hours. Six, seven, five. Like, shifting between five and seven. And oh, we didn't put the last episode up yesterday, did we? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But, uh... I don't think so. What uh, was I Oh, but the point, the point is, is, like, we get, like, all kinds of weird analytics about the listenership, but, like, no responds or messages from people that aren't bots. Yeah, well, those are, like, there's not enough of those for it to account for all the plays. So, some, some people out there are probably listening. I don't know where they are, or if it's... I don't know. Yeah. They seem kind of random. Maybe it's no one. That would be weird. But I think some people are listening to it. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I gotta figure out how to get more, and how to get enough that, like, people actually start commenting. Because I feel like, uh... I'm not going to be at 100% on this show till I have a community to interact with. Because a lot of my ideas are kind of trapped behind that idea. Yeah. I think it's time to post on Reddit. Because before we were trying to plan it all out, but I, I, now I don't think we need to post about every show at once. I think your show is... Yeah. We can make a post for your show and be like, hey, check out these ones too. But your show is updated regularly. Yeah. Worth a shot. There's still that YouTube content I've got to, you know, start working on. Piece together. I've uh, overcome the uh, last hurdle I was kind of stuck on, so now it's just a matter of, like, not being a lazy, procrastinating ass. I'm not sure how long we've been talking, but I probably had to loop the music at least once. Uh, yeah. We're watching something interesting this week. Yeah. Part of a uh, ongoing month. <laughs> Mike, tell me what you think. How do you what do you think of uh, Berserk? 
as a uh, as the Christmas month. It's preserved, man. It's pretty good. There's some somber, snowy moments, so it fits. Oh yeah, that that uh, part right before Guts uh, left the Hawks looks very much like Christmas. Yeah, it does. It's very much uh, like after everything is done, relaxing, seasonal. Mm-hmm. We're big shots now. We're gonna be late. Yep. Abby is gonna go fuck the princess. <laughs> Triumphantly. Take that, Mario. That's how it's done. Yeah. You too, Link. <laughs> Take notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything you want to say to the audience before we get to the actual episode? Well, if you're actually a loyal listener, somehow, if you exist, thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. A new series. 2016. 2016 was a disaster. 2016 was a, a nightmare. Um, I haven't really... Uh, that fan's kind of cool looking. Um, I haven't really done enough inventory to indicate like a top 10 worst years. <laughs> but I can say definitively... 2016 is the second worst. Hmm. 2014 is the worst for me. Yeah, for you. I think 2016 is the worst in general for everybody. Yeah, for the rest of the world, I'd say 2016 was pretty rough. Yeah. It was pretty bad for me personally. Mm-hmm. My grandma died. Mm-hmm. So there's just crazy shit keeps happening. It, yeah, I'd definitely say it wasn't great for me either outside yeah. of the stuff that's kind of hurt everybody. It was uh, the realization that I'd wasted some, like, a whole lot of, like, time, energy, and just, like, life and aspects of human decency <laughs> on a god-awful job that I should have quit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that happens to. Like, yeah. My grandma died. But I did meet my girlfriend, and she's mm-hmm. pretty great, so that's... The silver lining? That's the shining light of my year. Mm-hmm. Good, that's good. She's a good woman. I like her a lot. But anyway... Berserk. Yeah. So we got another series after so many years. What exactly is this even called? It's just called Berserk. Hmm. Though I guess if you have to differentiate it from the uh, 97 anime, you just attach a date. Berserk 2016. Pretty much. Yeah. How did it make you feel inside? Um, There's a lot going on in my head when I first started watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if it was really intentional, but there was a a positive I have to mention right off the bat, which is if you come into this either having watched the movies or watched the series or read the manga, mm-hmm. um, there's a odd element of dramatic irony you can kind of have fun with watching this. And I say odd 
because I don't think it was intentional. And I don't think it was intentional because it feels like this anime was made with people who hadn't watched any of the previous stuff in mind. Yeah, it's almost... it's. I don't know if I could call it a griping point because I know the backstory. Mm-hmm. But it's like... It's, it feels like a half step. Like, I, I appreciate what they put in, but I also feel mm-hmm. like it's actually not enough for... Feels like they're trying to bebop it, but not mm-hmm. as well. You know, they sp- what do you mean by uh, bebop? They it? just sprinkle in little bits of backstory, ah. so you're kind of like, "What's going on here?" If you haven't seen it, I can't imagine you would know what was going on. Yeah, well, yeah, they. I feel like it's it's uh, sprinkled in that way in mine. It's done to create the mystique of uh, guts, like mm-hmm. make him this like big mysterious character. Yeah. And the reason the reason why I mentioned the dramatic irony to have fun with it is that it almost feels like playing with formula and with tropes if you're you know going so straight with this when you know some portion of the audience knows the background knows the mystery knows mm. guts yeah like when he um <clears throat> Like when the uh, in the first episode, when that carriage with the priest and his uh, daughter, granddaughter, whatever, rolls up, and he's like, uh, "No, don't pick me up. I'm bad news. I'll only bring trouble." It's like, okay, this is like typical ass hero slash anti hero speak, but like we actually know what he's talking <laughs> about. Now. Yeah, like, show like a lot of other shows kind of like frames the heroes in the eyes of those around him. Mm-hmm. Which is weird to watch when you actually know the hero. Yeah, I think you said something before about. I think you went into. Somehow you were introduced to like the the black swordsman arc, and I feel like you said you didn't like him at first. Um, the two things with that one the uh, the ninety seven animes the first episode is kind of like the first episode. Episode is what should be the epilogue of the Golden Age arc. Mm-hmm. I've explained this so many times that I had to edit it out of the previous episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, the first episode of the '97 anime is the epilogue. It's kind of like the start of the Black Swordsman arc. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get to see guts at this point with the missing arm, with the missing eye, yeah. with the. With the limb and the giant sword and hunting down monsters. And then you go into the anime proper, which is the Golden Age arc. And Guts is... I mean, he's a, he's a young guy. He's had a rough life. But I feel like up until he joins the Hawks, he's like two steps short of a wild animal. Yeah, it's kind of like Wolverine or something. Yeah, like Wolverine right after he busted out a Weapon X. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're even getting it in some of his dialogues. Like, what what position, dreams, you can't eat it. Yeah. Like, Seriously, dude. <laughs> I, had a I feel dr- like he's barely a person. <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, uh, nothing. It was a random tangent. Go I, for it. I man. had, a, dr- oh, I had a dream last night that I was watching outtakes for X-Men the movie mm-hmm. and instead of alan coming as nightcrawler it was josh brolin <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting i was like oh wow that was an interesting choice i guess he had to drop out at the last second 
Yeah. <laughs> I've actually had dreams like that where I was <laughs> watching something. It's like, oh, this is like a special edition. <laughs> yeah. I was watching... I didn't know this scene existed. I was watching my girlfriend watch, uh, like, table reads of the first X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. It was weird. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is strange to kind of. I see what you're saying to be thrown into. You have your protagonist who's this broken, like he's this dark, brooding dude, and he's like, Ugh, "I'm black, and I'm uh, you don't know yeah, me." Yeah, he seems like the typical anti-hero. Yeah, but by the numbers, anti-hero. Yeah, but he's, <clears throat> we know his backstory. His backstory has actually been developed so well, like so yeah. so well. It's like. It's like if you've watched it, like I'm curious if anybody tried to jump into this series. Like I feel like it would, you wouldn't think it was as good. Um, yeah, you would. You definitely wouldn't think it was as deep. Mm-hmm. Because um, you know, it's like they're throwing around all these names, and he's running into people he knows already. I just mm-hmm. feel like it's not, like, like you were saying before. There's a reason that they redid the story with those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the same time, it, I don't know. The pacing feels it's a lot faster. At least in the yeah. first episode, it felt really fast, and then I feel like it kind of took its time by the time the fourth episode got around, and we were kind of learning more about what happened to different people. They're starting to bring in the princess and Casca, and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Rickett? Yeah, Rickett. Yeah. And the old man who I never noticed before. Um, he yeah, he doesn't really get shown a lot or at all in the movies. Mm-hmm. He gets a bit more presence in the uh, '97 series, where um, Guts kind of goes to see him during that time he's away from the Hawks, and then shows up again at the end of the uh, series. Hmm. That's kind of where he is at the end of the third movie, where he's like, okay, I'm off to kill the demons. Mm-hmm. Have you... Wait, so did he not get sucked into the, uh, the, the eclipse? Uh, who? The uh, old Rickett? man. No, the old man wasn't part of the Hawks. Oh, what about Rick? He was... Uh, uh, the old guy is someone Guts befriended while he was away. Uh, Rickard, you actually see him kind of riding up to where the eclipse is. Oh, he was apparently right. away from the got sucked in. I remember now. Yeah, I think I think a Skull Knight blows by him or something, or he sees Skull Knight mm-hmm. fighting a Zod. Yeah, I remember him watching the tornado and being like, what the fuck? And then they come back and he's like, what the fuck just happened? Hold on a sec. Rickert Pippin Jumper Cables loves big butts and he cannot lie (laughs) he's going through drawers looking for something oh how men suffer for children Uh, so how was your day 
it was okay. I'm doing my best. Taking it one day at a time. Step by step, day by day. The lyrics to the step by step theme song. Come on, Siri. What? No. Now, to avoid being uh, copyright claimed, I had to edit out this next bit, so you'll just have to imagine Mike angrily singing the opening theme to Step by Step over Prince's Raspberry Beret. It's called Second Time Around. The dream my Pokemon seems like all was lost. Will we be the future? Could you pay the cost? You wonder, will there ever be a second time around? Whoa, 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 when the tears are... What the fuck is this? I don't know how to say this. Step by step, day by day. Fresh start over a different hand to play. The deeper we fall, the stronger we stay. And we'll be better the second time around. Step by step, day by day. Oh, he's back. It's Blanky. I can't hear you. Oh, damn. I was singing along with you. <laughs> but yeah. We were talking about the... Uh, what were we talking about? Mm, Rickert. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's uh, staying with the old man after that. I mean, I guess he didn't experience the like really horrific part of the trauma, but there's still the fact that, like... Everyone he knew and cared about rode off ahead of him and didn't come back. Yeah. We have that nice little moment where Guts is like, oh, he moved on. Yeah, well, after basically kind of like taking the means he used to kind of work through that trauma and using it to make like memorials for mm -hmm. the Hawks, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's... Mm -hmm. And it's still a running theme of Berserk is this whole dealing with traumatic events mm -hmm. thing. We see Guts kind of takes a self-destructive path, but he's yeah he's literally haunted by demons, so he yeah. just can't give up. And then you know it's it's funny how quickly the themes pop up again, like the mm -hmm. now that one. Uh, weird priest girl is like having flashbacks of getting licked by a horse. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy. Yeah. Fucking a uh, fucking human faced horse. Yeah. I thought it had a horsed face. It looked humanish. It was it was creepy. Sort it wouldn't of. have been creepy if it was just a horse face. Let's just say it was a horse with personality. <laughs> it was a horse with a human nose. <laughs> Yeah, um, and what was up with her titties? They were just out the whole time, but she, like, didn't have nipples. I think that's how you get them on TV. Yeah. 
Like, I think at one point you, you see her kind of turn and you get, yeah, like, the profile that. allows mm-hmm. for the nipple. Yeah, but, I uh, saw that. You never see it, like, full front. That's really funny. Uh, well, you see it full front, but there's just no nipples. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you never see the nipple full front. Yeah. So it's not dirty unless there's nipples. Like, halfway through the episode, I was like, did she, like, cut... Is this a plot point? <laughs> did she cut her nipples off, or... Which this is I, part of that 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 self torture. Yeah, which she I, was doing. It was she was a weird character, and I'm guessing since she's in the see that's kind of I have a I don't really like anime intros because they give away too much. They do, but yeah. uh, and also usually I don't really care for the music. I like this opening, but you gotta like J Rock to enjoy it. To me, it all just sounds the same. Well, you, I, I think I see where it's really getting to you, and it kind of got to me too during my first viewing of this, which is just like, whoa, they really poured on the animu with this adaption. Yeah, they did, and it's kind of that was the first episode. I was like, oh, well, I was worried that it was gonna be. I was like, oh, okay, they took a, what I liked and they added weeaboo bullshit, and I don't like that. But it's, I don't know. It's, I, that was only the don't, first it's episode. It's not full-on full weeaboo bullshit. It's I will not. definitely say it's animu. It's just because they added Puck, really, um, as a comic relief. Some of it, I think some of what's uh, throwing us off is the fact that we've watched this dub up until this point, and now we're getting like hit with Japanese voices on top of these more out-there elements. Well, like I, like I said, it was just for me, it was the first episode, like I was worried, because it was moving so fast, and they brought in mm-hmm. Puck so fast, but then mm-hmm. they started like pacing themselves, and I'm starting to get used to Puck. So Yeah, well, you need, with a character like uh, Guts, who actually doesn't speak a whole lot, mm-hmm. You need a character like Puck to kind of like yeah. keep the audience's attention when he's just walking around, kind of like brooding. And yeah, he's kind of a vehicle for the audience. But at the same time, I guess I, I was kind of worried that it would be, well, we've made guts more one-dimensional, so we need to have the opposite one-dimensional character. Yeah. To hang out with him instead of making him three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like. Pretty quickly in the other episodes, they've established that, like, no, there's story here, and Guts yeah. is still, like, tortured, and he still has things he needs to do. And and then you, you get to see him interacting friendly with, uh, you know, the little girl, Rickard, and the old mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that was a nice Just Up until that point, he was kind of, like, going... He's, in these first, in the first three episodes, he's... he's honestly going out of his way to be a dick mm-hmm. pretty so, much so that I think in that first episode I was like Guts you are so full of shit yeah well it's like, also talking to the character. it's like harder to kind of balance that pacing especially in this day and age when you know people are gonna like eventually just binge watch this shit like mm-hmm. how do you do you balance it so that each episode works or that you know the chunks work it's meant to be watched as a whole or in pieces or yeah i see what you mean because that was before it was just two ways it was watching it uh episode by episode Mm -hmm. or watching it in dvd chunks whereas now if it's on a streaming site you have to contend with the idea that they're watching it in binges yeah but i feel like 
I think, yeah, maybe we've gotten used to that, like the uh, breaking it up into DVD-sized parts, like four or five mm-hmm. episodes, because I feel like the first four episodes we watched, it had a, it was kind of like built up. It was just almost too much action at first, and mm-hmm. then I was I was really happy with the fourth episode that they let it breathe some. Yeah, the first three episodes feel like an arc to themselves, mm-hmm. and the fourth feels like an epilogue slash setup. Yeah. An epilogue for the first ep- for the first arc, and a setup for the next. Yeah. We even we even get a vi- uh, villain established in the form of that evil pope. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, um, but yeah, shaped like angle. It did feel like a, an arc, and it it felt like okay, here's what this show is kind of gonna be like, and then with the fourth, it felt like okay, if you've been here, if you've been here from the beginning, mm-hmm. here's this, here's here's acknowledgement. Now this is for you. We're gonna start talking about that stuff. Whereas, here's here's the questions yeah. you've been about yeah, whereas the with the first three episodes if you haven't watched i feel like there was like okay we've at that point it's also like okay we've given you enough that you understand he has this girl that he wants to find and mm-hmm. his friend who's a i'm not sure they make it that clear that he's that griffith and the demon guy are the same person but you understand that he 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 wants to find all these demons and fight them for some reason which yeah. I'm actually I I'm, un- I'm I was unclear on that at first too, like I don't know why. Yeah. So um, with the uh, information I've obtained from other sources, I've kind of figured out a bare bones aspect of it. Um, so you've kind of got these monsters in tiers. Mm-hmm. The lower tiers are the ones that just kind of like possess people or possess corpses and just kind of you know monster out and act like stupid things like like the thing that possessed the horse mm-hmm. or the the hounds or the corpse of that little girl in the first episode <laughs> uh level two seems to require an item similar to the one uh, griffith had mm-hmm. that creates the things that guts is hunting they're called uh, apostles and they're kind of like high level monsters um that uh, big, uh, I can't remember what, Zod, that guy that turned into a giant, like, minotaur-type monster. Mm-hmm. He's impossible. Oh, I see. And Gus is trying to hunt all of them, and I think with the intention of eventually drawing out the god hand, specifically Griffith, so he could murder the ever-loving shit okay. out of him. Okay, so is Griffith the god hand? He is one of them. The God Hand are all of those guys. Like the other four that were there when they turned Griffith mm-hmm. into that monster. The, the five of them. The God Hand. <laughs> yeah, fucking Griffith. Yeah. Oh, I just realized he's supposed to be a hawk. I thought he was a crazy Batman. Yeah. He's a, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Um, uh, I was reading up on some stuff. I think it was through a video on YouTube. One of those like, I think it was like eight things you didn't know about Berserk. Mm-hmm. And initially, I think that the term, I think the term is Taka. The term for hawk is a bit more broad in Japan. I think it refers to a maybe a kind of bird. Maybe it's referring to like a bird of prey or something like that. But um, 
He'd initially intended for the Band of the Hawk to actually be called the Band of the Falcon. Hmm. And this is because he liked Star Wars. <laughs> That's funny. It's a little I, less threatening. I think Band of the Hawk has a better ring to it, at least in English. It does. <laughs> so yeah, that that lady got possessed and then wanted to fuck guts. Jeez, there's like some like weird S and M stuff going on. Yeah, with her. she's like. Like it was, I was wondering, it was pretty obvious when it was happening that she was like, oh, you know, how you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> just like, it was obvious that what, she was Like just, she was just working herself up so yeah. she could do it. Yeah, it's, they were just playing her up to, so that she would be the, like, oh, she's just prudish. Yeah, they're doing that thing where it's like, oh, she, yeah. she's, she's just like super uptight. She's pious, but she really just wants to fuck inside. Not just that. Which I kind of feel like it. She, 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 she wants to do, do a little, get a little pinch and squeal going on both ends. Yeah. She's Sadomasochism. Little... Yeah, it's a little, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking, I'm tired of talking about this shit. <laughs> it's whatever. They wrote it. Whatever. Well, I'm I'm interested to see if like as a big thing we uh, mentioned over the course of the movies is that they would do stuff we weren't necessarily looking forward to or into right off the bat, but because of the effort they put into it, they'd kind of earn it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're gonna we're gonna get that with her. Yeah, we'll see. But... Like, what's gonna happen? Is she gonna like accept this aspect of herself? Is uh. <laughs> she going to maybe overcome it? I don't know. but Yeah, who knows? She seems to be uh, an important character, at least if the opening is any indication. Yeah. So clearly it's not just for, like, like fetishy fan service. Yeah, we kind of moved off of that. But, like, the opening, it's like... Well, they remind you that it's still there when she's watching, like, evil Pope torture the people. Well, I mean... I was just about the opening in general. Like I, like it's like I like to watch these things. Like I just like to watch the story, but they love mm-hmm. to shove spoilers. Like, like it's like from the beginning when they show up, I'm like, okay, they're gonna be here for the rest of the series. That's not always the case. Sometimes uh, they actually make use of the openings to kind of like subvert your expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember what show it was I was watching, but um, one of them, there was, like, a character who's in the opening for all whatever episodes and dies in, like, the second episode. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Death Parade? No. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. Prissy Knight and fake-ass Link. I'm just... At this point, I kind of don't care. Um... To me, they sort feel like interested in what fake ass Link's deal is. Like, see, him especially, kind of both of them, but him, they kind of feel like retreads of characters we already saw. Like he just reminds me of Pip- Pippin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're probably thinking of uh, uh, Judo. Yeah, Judo, the blonde kid. Yeah. Um. 
And well, she, he's got a similar kind of accuracy to him, but she, uh, and she kind of reminds me of shitty how, Costco. Yeah, Costco. Specifically, shitty Costco. Yeah, she hated him, and then oh, she's probably gonna stick around, and they're gonna like each other at the end. I don't know if they're mm. gonna bone, but I probably, doubt it. They'll probably be friends. I think guts is too damaged to bone anything. I really hope they fix Costco. <laughs> me too. But I can understand why she's like that. Yeah. You talk about a character literally being broken. Mm-hmm. They just, just like, it's fucked up, man. Yeah, it's bad. And it's not like they put a curse on her or something. It's just like she's just like emotionally destroyed, and that's hard to fix. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. We're going to talk about the old man. Yeah, um, I appreciate the old man. His but weird, he kind of, his cat dick sword. He, uh, uh, cat dick sword. Oh, wait, you're talking about the old knight. Yeah, the old knight. Okay, yeah, I like him. <laughs> With his, like, yeah, his crazy barbed staff. Yeah, it's a cat dick sword. <laughs> He he definitely feels like he feels like he thinks he's in a completely different kind of anime. <laughs> yeah. Like he thinks he's in a more straightforward shonen anime. That's funny. Like their whole crew is really funny. They're like from a different anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're from like some other movie. Yeah. Yes, we are the Knights of the Holy Cross. What is your name, good sir? I Give am me your name, honor bounds you. From the bridge of legend. <laughs> <laughs> He's tight. I hope he sticks around. <laughs> mm. I don't know, he kind of annoyed me. But we'll see. I like that he's consummate good guy. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Steiner from Final Fantasy IX. He does have similar proportions to him in the sense that he's shaped like a tree trunk. And he, they both were kind of like the Valiant Knight personality, where it's like mm-hmm. fucking lifetime career cop, fucking yeah. 30 years on the force. Yeah. But but specifically the by-the-book cop. Yeah. <laughs> Not the renegade cop with a heart of gold and a hunch. <laughs> My uncle gets a lot of hunches. He had one today. Oh, really? Yes, and he was wrong. Oh. <laughs> well, that's why they're hunches and not facts. <laughs> he gets a lot of funny feelings, too. Mm-hmm. I'd say they're about half wrong. Mm. Half right. Eh, 50-50. That's better odds than you get in Vegas. <laughs> Well, it's not... The stakes aren't very high. Ah, I see. <laughs> to, uh, let me see. Look through my notes real quick. See what we haven't talked about yet. Um. Oh, well, here's one off right off the bat. So, dear. Uh, what'd you think of the soundtrack? Here I see Richie Rich. Oh dear, I see some teeth right now. Uh, the soundtrack, uh, it went in and out of my brain. 
I think I know why that is. The soundtrack has two modes. Oh, I do remember there was metal, and I didn't care. I was, like, not feeling it. Well, it's the reason why I say there's two modes. One is, like, the gnarliest-ass guitar riffs possible. Mm-hmm. And the other is the um, author of those songs I sent you, mm-hmm. uh, Susumu Hirasawa. Yeah. So basically kind of like... Uh, it's like like the sound for this show is half soundtrack, half score. Yeah. And it's weird because the two of them sometimes flow into each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't care for the intro. I don't. I think the outro was a little better, but I did. Typically, I just the intro music for every anime we watch just goes in and out of my brain. Like I feel like it's wasted time a lot of the time. Mm. Like it's two minutes of the same shit we see every time. All right, enough of your non-anime fan heathen crap. And it doesn't add anything to the story. It just eats it. Shut, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut <laughs> up! Like Bebop, that was a good intro. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you fucking normie ass, basic ass. <laughs> it was. Didn't give any plot away. It was like stylish. And it had good Ugh. music. Okay, let's let's sit down and uh, listen to you talk about how, how awesome the Miyazaki films are while we're at it. Here we go. They're fine. Go ahead, Mike. But even like My Hero Academia, I had a good intro. Good music. Good intro. I think that's just because you really like the anime. Yeah, but it was just like action packed. Mm-hmm. And not spoiler filled. I'll give you that much. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the um, visuals there were pretty basic. The thing is, is the spoilers in the opening here are predominantly spoilers for the backstory. But if you mm-hmm. have no context, then it's just a whole lot of visuals. Yeah, it's weird how they keep showing the the Griffith rape scene yeah like we keep flashing to it it's like it's like how are you supposed to know what that is unless you've seen it it's like a weird purple hands fucking grabbing titties and shit yeah i think that's the point though yeah which is why i'm i'm of the belief that this anime is primarily for new people Mm -hmm. well i'm hoping it slows down a little bit Mm -hmm. seems like it has once i think part of it is is It'll uh, the more appeal will come for us once the more the more the new people get caught up. Mm-hmm. Granted, they're not going to get the story with the same sort of like weight and gravitas to it as we will. But once they have it, they'll be uh, focused more on moving forward. Yeah. And once we get there, like it was weird because when I first watched it, I felt like. Oh, this is uh, not that good. And then I got to episode four, and it was like, I want to watch another episode. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. I was worried at first, and then it was like, okay, let's see where it goes. And then by episode four, I was like, okay, it's starting to pick up. Yeah. Which, I don't know if it bothers me. I, I don't know. Like, that's a problem with serialized... I feel like TV, especially... Because TV, you know, everybody talks about the TV renaissance. But you still hear people all the time. They're like, oh, it doesn't get good until season two. I'm like, I'm not uh, sit through a whole season. I think, like, the TV renaissance is primarily with original shit. Yeah. 
I mean, just in general, you know, I feel like people are, there's too much, my point is that there's a lot of, oh, it gets good at this point. It's like, why can't it just get good at the beginning? You know? Um, I think part of the reason why a lot of people get to that point is because they're actually watching it on TV. The, how should I put this? When you think about how much, how much effort it goes in to uh, wait for a second season for something to get really good. Mm-hmm. It seems insurmountable. Like, why did you sit there and watch all of that to get to season two? But when it's a half hour out of a week, it's not the same level of commitment. Yeah, but I feel like I mostly hear it from people who are binge watchers. Mm. Or, you know, I guess, I don't know, I guess it is. it depends. I guess maybe you're right. It's kind of mixed, but I, I do that. Like, it still drives me crazy when I hear people say that. It's like any time I've felt that way or thought that way, it's been with a show that has usually been with a show I was watching without mm-hmm. any kind of regularity, with like very little uh, element of like effort or commitment. Yeah, and that's kind of nice because it can get you to watch things you might normally write off. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's part of like a block or a lineup yeah. or something. Like I can't. That. I can't do that. I can't. Schedule time is hard. Like I, I watched the first episode of uh, that new Kiefer Sutherland show, mm-hmm. where he becomes president suddenly because everyone mm-hmm. in line ahead of him gets killed at once. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and it was cool. It was like stupid popcorn fun, and you could see Kiefer do his thing. Mm-hmm. But I never got to, like, it was ongoing, so I just never found it again. You know, if it was airing, mm-hmm. then I hadn't seen the episodes before it. I but, see. Uh, that's why it's cool to have on demand, because, like, yeah. I, I heard Atlanta was good, so I just started watching Atlanta, and I finished it in, like, two or three days. Mm-hmm. I, I missed that weekly format. To be honest, like I wish there was some way to kind of like set it up on Netflix or Hulu that wasn't just dependent upon me exercising willpower and waiting for a week. Because <laughs> it doesn't have the same effect to it, and it just makes me feel dumb waiting to watch something mm-hmm. that's right in front of me. Yeah, it could be interesting if they had like notifications where it would be like, you watched an episode of this last week. Do you want to watch another episode? Yeah. Maybe like an option on on Netflix or Hulu to set up like programming blocks or something like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than just uh... that would be cool curated because you know how they do playlists like yeah. music. You'd be like, hey, did you like TGIF in 1996? Well, here's your block for this week. <laughs> Check out the TGIF block. Would you like it curated for a weekly format? Hell, the fuck yes. <laughs> Every Friday, baby, let's go. You know what I would really actually love is if they were just fucking... If they did that for Saturday mornings, I'd be like, all right. X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman. Just like, here you go. Oh, God, that would be so good. And it would be like a perfect alarm clock, too. Like, you need to stay... Uh, on a normal schedule, so you don't. That would wake me up. So your yeah. schedule's not fucked up on Monday. Well, Saturday morning, you gotta wake up at nine thirty to watch your cartoons. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could set it weekly so you have like your morning cartoon Monday through Friday. <laughs> so I could have Monday through Friday wake me up with I was transported. <laughs> What's that? To a faraway place, to a world where monsters rule. A uh, monster rancher. Oh, I never watched For a that. while, that was my go-to morning cartoon. Mm. <sighs> yeah. I used to always... hated these. I wanted to watch more Botsmaster. Oh, yeah. But uh, it was on at like 3.30 or like 3. 2.30. And it, was, it wasn't enough. I didn't have enough time to get home and watch it. Yeah, it was 2.30, so normally you'd only be able to watch it on early days, and it had to be the noon early day, Mm -hmm. because if it was like 2.30, by the time you got home, it was over. Mm -hmm. Why did they start doing minimum days? I don't know, but I I, I thoroughly appreciate them. (laughs) I needed needed those. It was nice. I actually needed those. Nice little break. Well, that was a tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned the soundtrack because uh, someone we didn't really get to mention, but is a uh, pretty important part of Berserk, is uh, Susumu Hirasawa, who uh, handled the soundtracks for all of the Berserk animes and a large number of other animes. His music prior to all his soundtrack work is actually an influence on Mura, the creator of Berserk. Hmm. So he's kind of like its godfather. That's cool. Uh, what'd you think of those songs I sent you? Uh, they're okay. One uh... of them is, the second one specifically, is... Uh, a regular part of the uh, 97 anime, uh, Forces. Yeah, I saw the description. The guy apparently didn't like the movies. Oh, the guy in that video? The guy that uploaded it. He was like, I'm not the biggest fan of the movies, but it was more berserk and that's good. And here it is set with the old music. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't have disliked it that much if he made a goddamn AMV out of it. Yeah, it wasn't a very good AMV. No, it was literally just like clips over the video. Yeah. But I like that song a lot. Yeah, it was okay. It's, uh, he's got a very out there, kind of like, I don't know, style approach. It's kind of like... It felt like Tekken music. This is going to sound bad. I feel like uh, Susumu is what Yoko Kano pretends to be. <laughs> and it hurts mm. me to say that. Mm. Like a musical genius? Uh, specifically uh, in the eccentric area of genius. Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's this video of her at like a concert and everybody's playing... And she's not even conducting. She's just, like, jumping around on stage. It's kind of weird. She's like, look at me. I wrote this. And I'm here dancing. (laughs) Jumping up and down. (laughs) I I really hope she's not quite the hack (laughs) that she's made out to be. I mean, she's got good taste. And she knows what sounds good, but, like, her knowing what sounds good is, like, I'm going to 
just remix this. She's good at remixes, mm. basically. But she's not good at giving credit to the original authors. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's the only time I ever bring that up. Yeah, it's really too bad because the music in view of is just so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me double check my notes real quick. Hmm. I remember you that one article about that. There was like a Japanese composer who was like, he was flat out like stealing work from another person, and like having somebody else write all of his work and claiming it as his own without paying this other guy. Wow. And it was like a giant hoax. For Damn. like years, and now that guy's just like disgraced now. Damn. And like, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what happens. Shit. That's weird. I think, uh, what is it? The, there's an anime. I think we never heard this song because, um, when they adapted Ronin Warriors, they did like an, uh, a unique opening for it. But the opening in the original Japanese is like one step away of being a wholesale ripoff from this song, It's a Sin, hmm. by the Pet Shop Boys. I don't know it. The Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, to touch on a few minor things. Um, one, Griffith, still a dick. Because he's, he's setting himself up to be a Christ figure now. Huh? Um, so when they do that uh, scene of like the, uh, the the kingdom he used to serve and you find out the king's dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things mentioned is that everyone had everyone in that kingdom had a dream of a white hawk <sighs> flying above. And then that like short fat guy that uh, Griffith interacted with uh, tells this one guy going to see the princess that the hawk's coming back. Hmm. The fact that people are literally dreaming of his return is like, okay, this is a setup. He's doing something. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it is. It's going to be interesting to see how, because the princess obviously still is longing for Griffith, but it's like, what are Griffith's plans for that? And, like, mm. the old man's dying, so that's weird. So what's the princess going to do? It's like, there's still so much we don't know. Well, you know, we kind of got an idea in the whispers of people in the background. She's going to be crowned empress, and seeing as how she's too young to really rule, some sort of uh, conciliary is going to be established, and they're effectively going to run things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> conciliary. Robert yeah. Duvall. <laughs> uh, anything you want to say about these first four episodes before we get the recommendations? Mm, no. Mm. Okay. Griffith is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I want to see although, your guts shove that giant sword through him. Although I will be, I am curious to see. I feel like it can't be as straightforward as that. Like, he just takes revenge on him. I, I feel like they... 
if they find a smart way to do it, they could find some way to, like, give Griffith redemption. Why are you so obsessed with, like, profoundly irredeemable people finding redemption? Am I? Yes. Like who? Because that seemed to be your, like, primary focus in Blue Flames, too. Hmm, not really. It was that guy finding redemption and finding out <laughs> why he's so evil. It's like... Not yeah. really. I just liked him because he was like an un like I liked it because he was such an unabashed piece of shit and he didn't care. It was just funny. I find characters like that like really funny. Mm. Like with Griffith, it's like we know his. It's weird because we know his whole. Like he's so complicated. I feel like guts just killing him out of revenge is really uncomplicated. I feel like he would probably still get killed, but it's like, like we said on the last episode, it's like we don't really know what what he wants. What is mm-hmm. what is he feeling now? Is he still like a man? Yeah. Does he care for anybody, or is he just like? It's weird to see. And the thing is, I feel like those other like demons are so old that it's like they're mm-hmm. just gone. But Griffith is, I guess at this point, he's been a demon man for, like, two years. Yeah. So, it's just interesting territory. I feel like there's a lot they can explore. For sure. I mean, there, there's there's a lot to explore with the character, especially at this point, and, like, how much he resembles or doesn't resemble who he was before. Mm-hmm. I mean, and for that matter, uh, him doing this puts into question everything we thought we knew about him before. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot there. But he still needs to fucking die. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like... It'd be weird, too, if they were like, Oh, we're going to heal you and you're not a demon anymore. Like, that's too simple, too. I mean, I'm not looking for him to die at the end of this season. Mm. You know, this this shit's going to be epic. I mean, the manga's mm. still going, and I'm pretty sure he's not dead if it's still going. Yeah, so my... Yeah, that's the other thing that's like watching these. It's like we're not gonna get the end for years. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah, to see where I it think goes. Uh, Mura's probably in the in a similar, not quite the same territory as George R. R. Martin, but like <laughs> people are wondering if this is gonna finish before they die. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've given a lot of recommendations over the course of this month. Recommendations over a theme month are kind of good and bad. At this point, I've kind of run out. I've only got one. And it's specifically in regards to the kind of uh, character Guts is now. The anime I'm recommending, it's actually a manga called uh, Blaster Knuckle. Blaster Knuckle? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting because that's um, a real specific name. It's it's a very specific setting. It's um, so imagine Django, right? Mm-hmm. Now imagine if Doctor King, instead of being like a lone person with their own agenda, was part of a worldwide organization dedicated to hunting demons. Now imagine demons have infiltrated the clan. So what this organization does is find an ex-slave and train him to hunt the clan. 
with amongst other things a the the eponymous blaster knuckle which is a a shotgun mounted on his fist mm-hmm. well that's his name I would expect yeah. no less yeah it's 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 a pretty good read it's not been made into an anime no it's I want to say it's kind of obscure I'd like to see an anime of it but that'd be kind of a be some kind of risky business considering the subject matter mm-hmm. but we'll talk about it on this show um, later I think I mentioned this already my one recommendation is something that I actually watching all of this just kind of made me do it and that is that I've dived into Skyrim again. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good recommendation, actually. Yeah. Just like, I was thinking about doing that, too, actually. Swords and arrows and, like, medieval times and dragons lots and of, shit. Lots of murder. Yeah, lots of murder, depending on how you play. Or I guess not, because they always make you murder shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm thinking more like the piles of bodies you leave in your wake. Mm-hmm. Uh... So yeah, it was real fun. I've, oh, I meant to check that because I went. My PS3 is not here. I wanted to check exactly what I named my character before because I think I named him the same thing because it takes place 200 years after Oblivion. So I made my guy a really old wood elf this time. <coughs> I made him the same guy. He's just ancient now. Yeah, he's old. Down on his luck. Got lots of wrinkles. He's missing an eye now. That's pretty got, cool. Got caught trying to trying to sneak into into the borders of Skyrim. Nearly mm-hmm. got executed. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just like uh, just watching this medieval sword swingy arrows and all that shit, and like exploring and going on adventures. I was like, you know what, Skyrim sounds like a. And I someone gifted it to me. And I think I hadn't installed it because I. Last time I tried to install a Bethesda game, it just didn't work. But it actually mm-hmm. runs pretty great. Well, that's good. Yeah. Just gotta yeah. start modding it soon. Yeah, I could recommend. I could definitely recommend that as well. I've been. I was meaning to jump back into it. But, um. I forgot. Uh, one minor thing I wanted to mention. Should have mentioned it before the recommendations. One thing I did find interesting about this, specifically in regards to the use of sound, is how they use sound in regards to Guts's giant sword. Mm-hmm. Specifically, is that it's less slice and more clang. Yeah, sounds like a big hunk of metal. Which is what it is. Yeah, it's kind of it's uh, interesting. It's a uh, it's a it's a point of I guess appeal when he's using that weapon. Like he's clearly cutting shit in half, but he's clearly just like brute forcing it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Actually, now I'm thinking. I think when I start up Skyrim again, I'm gonna have to see if there's a there's there's a mod for his sword in there. Probably. Probably take down a giant with that thing. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to go through for mods so I can just, like, give my character some of the shit that he had before. Mm-hmm. Like, either old weapons or, like, just give him an ability boost. Mm-hmm. Just, but, uh... Yeah, 
normally when I play those, there is a desire to like make my character unique in some way, some small way, and that's why I'll usually go to the mods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, anything you want to say to the audience before we close out our 50th episode? He always asks me that. What do I want to say to the audience? Yes. Uh, to our dear listeners. If y'all don't like me, blow me! That's the Dr. Dre quote. Y'all gonna keep fucking around with Mike till you turn him back to the old Mike. Oh, man, no, it's been a cool ride, and I hope it continues. And we've got big things coming for Hey Listen Radio in 2017. Yeah, here's hoping it's a better year. Yeah, is this going to be the last episode of the year? I think, yeah. Hmm, fascinating. So, um, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Merry Xmas. Mm-hmm. Happy Holidays in general. Yeah. We're going to have to do some kind of year in review. Oh, yeah. I can do a, maybe like a best of episode or something. Well, if you want, but I want to do awards this year. Oh, neat. Yeah, we'll, I'm down. We'll make it a Hey Listen Radio thing. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. See, there's a lot to talk about this year. Yeah, look out for us in the year. We'll be making yeah. moves. Look out for us in 2017. Maybe I'll finally finally finish writing a script. Mm-hmm. That uh, erotic thriller. Oh, jeez, yeah. Me and Mike will get to work on that. Boy, what a great episode. <laughs> I had all those opinions, and then you were like, I agree. And then I was like, yeah. And, uh, yeah. We had a good time recording. And I was like, Blue Flame sucks. And you were like, yeah. It, it was terrible. It rules. It's better than Berserk. And, and all and of And then I to hit you. That's better than all of the anime we've watched combined. And then I did actually hit you. Yeah, what are we supposed to say in the outro? Um, not much other than me making my plugs, which I think I'll record separately. Oh no, let's do it now. Oh boy. Um, okay, tell you what. I'll plug the stuff specific to my show and you plug the uh, network related things. Okay. Alright. <laughs> that was not intentional. Like, I actually had shit in my throat. Um, the song you're probably listening to now, because I don't actually have it running in the background, is Synthetic Highway. If you like it, uh, please check out the artist at, uh, at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The song you're going to hear next is Anime Raku, and it's created by Squareon. Please check out Squareon at facebook.com slash Squareon. S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Squareon uh, and who else? Submorphine. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, Alright, you want to plug the uh, 
website shit? Uh, well, we don't have a website. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still down at the Because we ain't got no money. One of us has to figure out how to, like, get some supplemental income going. Yeah, well, Joe said he'd pay for it if we told him how much it was. Hopefully that'll be back up soon. But that would be HeyListenRadio.com if you're listening to this way in the future. Yeah. Well, I'm going to check it out when it's down. You should check it anyway because it might be back up. Because who knows? But, um... Uh, if you if you want to follow us on Twitter, if you got your old Twitter Twitter handle, you can do that. We're at Hey Listen Radio, and uh, that is when you can follow if you just want the show updates and maybe like some birthday wishes occasionally on the wrong days. You want to leave some one of the hosts a saucy message? Well, if you want to do that, you can go directly to their personal. And yours is Otaku uh, Connect. Yep. I am at Hyper 90s. Uh, if you just type in, it should come out. Mm-hmm. I hope. Uh, but hey, let me know what happens. <laughs> um, if you want to follow Joe, well, he's at Fiddle Buttons because he's not using the Twitter for his show because I'm using it. Because I'm publishing updates for NAGP Classic, which is our gaming show that I'm putting out from 10 years ago um, in lieu of recording new stuff while Joe is gone. Because I ain't got time for that. Yeah, it's it's like being able to uh, hear songs from our like awkward-ass college band. Yeah. <laughs> Any of us went to college properly. But that's at NAGP Returns. Um, you can find us at Hey Listen Radio on SoundCloud, where you probably are, or on iTunes, Google Play, and Android. You can subscribe. And Facebook. Yep. Oh, Facebook's yeah. That's a good one. And I don't know yeah. why it is. I just wanted to say I'll actually is. talk to you on my personal account on Facebook if you happen to like leave some messages. Mm. You can add friend Jumpa Cables on Facebook. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you could be inviting some trouble. Eh, just sort of like destroying whatever ideal, idealized version you have of me in your head. It's like, wow, this guy's actually really lame. <laughs> I think that's everything. Yep. Well... Uh, yeah. So here's hoping we get through another 50. So, uh, thank you for listening and have a good night. Alright, I think we're good on the intro and outro. There's a mall baby chili fries! There we go. Wizard man.
fuck it, kill them all, start over. <laughs> Reset, says Michael Pangelina. Yeah. More berserk. Yeah.